Yes, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called Tech Talks and it's a lot of shit, but I hope you enjoy it because I've kept it like It's 30 minutes long and all about inside the people, the places and the borough pride. Welcome to episode 12 of TED Talks, the Ted Anki podcast. I'm proper buzzing, honestly. I can't believe it. We, we just keep doing more and more and more and more and more and more and more of these podcast episodes. And I'm dead happy because the downloads are going through the roof, honestly. So obviously some of you daft bastards are listening to this. Uh, if it was me, like I wouldn't bother, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, last week episode, I got Sir David Attenborough on and, you know, that's, that's trending really well. Uh, in, in particular, the, the, the bit where, um, he, he did the narration where I went for a dump. That went well. Um, we've had no football, no, no borough football. Um, this week yet, so uh, with the international break where Harry Clane scored uh, scored at Aptick and uh, and Scotland lost again, which always makes me happy to be honest. Uh, you know, it always does. Uh, but anyway, yeah, welcome, welcome to this week's show. Uh, as always, recorded in conjunction with Borough Fan TV and Showcase Comedy. Borough Fan TV providing online fan content uh, through the YouTube, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter channels. Uh, they do fan interviews, and we've got some shows in the pipeline for those, which is going to be great. And uh, Showcase Comedy as well, who provide uh, fantastic nights of comedy, stand-up comedy, improvised comedy, you name it, they do it, uh, all around the northeast and Yorkshire. So look up the pages, give them a follow on Facebook and that, and uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised about uh, some of the fantastic things that they do, Yeah. <laughs> Right then, so my first guest on uh, on TED Talks this week is uh, is the one, is the only Gary Barlow. Hiya, Ted. How are you doing, pal? I'm all, I'm all right, Gary, mate. Uh, before we get started, what have you had for your tea tonight? Well, I, shot, I was going to have a steak, mate, but I thought, yeah, I've got to watch me weight, so I didn't bother. I just had uh, beans on toast. Beans on toast? Yeah, do you know, I grew up on beans on toast for about fucking 15 years and then uh, sometimes I'd just go a bit mad and I'd have beans and sausages then I'd have spaghetti not mixing it up like yeah sometimes I'd have beans and spaghetti together uh, as a bit of a hybrid um, hybrid Heinz I used to call it right well you know what mate I've never tried that before but I'm going to definitely take you up on that try it yeah try it Gary you know what I mean you'll enjoy it you know what I mean Uh, anyway listen it's great to have you on the show Uh, it's it's a fucking top well top 10 sometimes top 20 podcast man you know what I mean it's doing all right in the chat you know about the chat because you're used to dominating them for years uh, such as uh, such as the weight loss charts well yes I mean I was known as the fat one once upon a time but then let's be right Robbie took it over eventually didn't he that's right I was going to ask you about fat swap because uh, I, I mean you, you weren't a particularly fat chap in the early days when you had your blonde flat top and that and you were doing all you only dick to mini girl and shit like that uh, you looked like you were a good dancer but then you just went a bit Fat, didn't you? 
Well, I'm not going to lie to you, Ted. What happened was the depression hit a bit. Uh, I was only I was the only fucker writing the songs, and you know when you've got that pressure, it starts to creep up. And before I know it, I was going to McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and tea. What about how the duck did he not write any? He he didn't do much, Teddy. All he did was just a bit of dancing and gone his arse out every now and then. Fucking dreadlocks as well, didn't he? Had yeah, dreadlocks. I, we didn't agree with that either. So, well, you must be... I mean, you're good mates with Robbie now, aren't you? But you must be... Uh, you must be like... You must be thinking, look at the clip of you now, Williams. Look at the state of you. Well, I won't lie to you, Ted. What he did was... The reason he left, he was trying to take over the ship and he had to realise that I was the captain and he wasn't having it. So he fucked off, but eventually he came back and I had to tell him, I'm the fucking captain. Right, so that's how that's how you fell out then, was it? Yeah, he wanted to be the captain. Right. And did he do that thing like in his underpants and pull that strange face? You know, he does that strange mouth and go, yeah, I'm the captain. Well, you've got to remember, Ted, he was on, he was hooked on ecstasy tablets at the time, so that might have had something to do with it. Ah, that'll explain his upside-down mouth all the time. Yeah. He's gurning uh, a couple of Mitsubishis. Yeah, I think he would have done, mate. I bet he was on them as well. Ah, right, nice one. Uh, listen, uh, you've been t- you did like loads of towers as take that, didn't you? You you must have like towed all over the world and that. Yeah, we did, mate. Yeah. You must have seen a load of flange. <sighs> Not going to lie to you, Ted. There was quite a bit of flange. Yeah. What what type? Describe describe your best. Flange. Was it horse? I had, I got offered horse, but I didn't fancy it. But I was tempted. That's it. Jason will have had a blast on a horse morning. He was a mucky fucker. Him. He put it in anything. He did, Ted. Yeah. I mean, there's things I can't talk about with him. But let's just say he's a very, very unstable individual. Another another horse joke there. Ah, yeah. <laughs> hey, didn't, I didn't see that one coming at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. You're not as dull as what people say you are. Uh, well, well, here's the thing, Ted. One of the reasons I wanted to do this was to let people know that I'm not boring. People think I'm boring. I can't imagine why, but there's a lot to me. You know what I mean? Sorry, Gary, I nodded off a bit there. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Like I say, I can't I don't know why people think I'm boring. All right, yeah, yeah. You're not boring, mate. No, you're just uh you you're just very boring, if you don't mind me saying. You're like, I'm I'm sat here now trying to do this interview with you, and I'm thinking, oh my god, have you heard this clip of his voice? Have anyone ever said to you before? But how do I sort your voice out? You sing all right, but you talk like a proper meth. Well, I suppose you're right, Ted, but at the same time, I do have people coming up to me saying, Jesus, I bet it's a right laugh for your missus when you're in the sack. I can tell you right now, as far as I know, I do I do pleasure my missus. She doesn't say much, and like you say, she... Does she only take a minute? Oh, <laughs> mate, you've got me there. She did there. But she, she, did. She, she does take a minute, usually, to be fair. Well, that's a good, that means you've got a good flange technique if she only takes a minute. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Ted. I mean, where does you on a bit of a stud in the sack? And I was wondering if you could give oh, me some yeah. possible tips. And, I mean, I might have covered this off on some of my previous podcasts, but uh, I am an yeah. incredibly fast but an effective booker. Right. So a book incredibly fast, like I'm showing you like a motion now, and that's just called like the super scuttle. 
Right, so what? So, so you think the super scuffle is yeah, the best way yeah. to go? It's, it, never mind doing as far as you can pull out and, and slip back in. Uh, that's more of a thrust. If you can get it in as far as you can and just do a super fast wiggly scuttle. Right, well, you see, I don't go that far in any way because I'm not that very... Uh, Bringing down, you know. Oh, mate, listen, you don't need to have a pecker the size of Ted's to be able to be a super fast scuttler and an effective scuttler. Um, for play, for starters, um, I always give her a Kinder Egg to begin with. Can I, can I, just, can I just write this down? Mate? Yeah, like it's down, yeah. Give her a Kinder Egg to, because, like, if she's not enjoying what you're doing, uh, she can just play with the toy. Right. So, well, that uh, might work for me, you know. Loosens them up. Yeah, because my missus, you know, she tends to read a book. So, do you think if she's got something to play with, that might be better? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it'll get it'll get her hands sort of moving. Uh, she can have a bit of chocolate as well, or you can you can sort of like it gets melted dead easy that chocolate, so you can like put it all over the boobies and that, and work your way down while she's playing with a toy. So start off with a Kinder Egg, okay, right? Kinder egg, yeah. yeah, sometimes you can use a Cadbury's cream egg, but they're a bit messy. Um, and then you know, talk talk to her like she's. Uh, She's she's like the milkman who's late. Where's me milk? Right, so you think I should go for the more aggressive? Yeah, where's me milk? Right. Where's me where's me silver top? Right, silver top, right. I've got this old kinder egg, yeah. silver top. Yeah. And if I do that Do you know the pop man? Right, pop man. Yeah. Right, gotcha. You used to drop the pop off as well. And yeah, then, I, then I remember. Does, yeah, I remember. Can, can have a bit of a three way with the pop man? Yeah, well, that that's it, mate. I'm, I'll definitely shoot for that. Do you want me to be the pot man? I'll come round and I'll show you. Out. I mean, because I've seen your your missus. She's all right. You know what I mean? Well, okay, mate, but am I going to have to pay for that? Um, No, but I will take my bottles back and then I can get 30 pence a bottle down at the shop. <laughs> Fine, mate, because like I say, I'm having to pay a lot of tax back at the moment, you see. Because well, I've, I've, read, I've read in the papers uh, that you're a bit of a tax-dodging banana. Well, you could word it like that, Ted, but end of the day, I work very I hard. just did. I went, well, yeah, you did, mate, yeah. But end of the day, uh, I'm... Uh, I pay my taxes, what I have to pay, and that's fine for me. I mean, I was, I'm very good friends with David Cameron. and you The know, pig shagger! The pig head, he shagged the pig's head, didn't he? He did, yes, but that's that's it, really. Apart from that, Dave's a smashing fella. I think he's a twat, to be, to be honest. Every politician's a twat. Well, look, Ted, I can see what you mean, but he might be a lot of things, but he's not a bad guy. Really isn't. Right, OK. Some scandal coming out here about the David Camerons as well. Um, going, going back there to what you said about... Uh, what was it before you said, just before that, around uh, uh, tax dodging, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, do you know, I've not paid tax in this country since uh, ever. Really? <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, Christ, how did you do that? I, I just can't get a proper job, you know what I mean? I once, uh, I once got offered a job doing... Uh, don't make the coffees in Starbucks and stuff like that, but uh, I, I, for some reason I kept putting pubes in the frothy coffees. 
And, um, you don't know why you did that, no? Well, no, no, they were just like, sometimes you just can't help yourself. You've got to have a bit of a scratch, haven't you? Yes, um, yeah, yeah, mate. Yes, but then yeah. Uh, I'd have a bit of a scratch and I'd end up knocking out a frappuccino for someone and forget to wash my hands. And, you know, people thought they were getting extra sprinkles on the coffees, but then they were getting caught in the teeth because I've got quite lengthy pubes, you know what I mean? I believe that, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I didn't, I, I lasted. I lasted three hours in Starbucks job so I didn't even get a wage there. They didn't even they didn't even process my national insurance number. Uh that's how fucking short it wasn't there. And then the only other job I've had since then is uh was helping uh helping me mate uh Billy Mac on the scrap wagons. Right. That's it. Well can I be be frank said I've, I've heard that for a while you were a male escort to some high profile women. Not not quite high profile. Uh, it was more around uh, Julie, big fat Julie's mates who, uh, who who couldn't get a scuttle, but they had dole money to spend. Right. So I they see. used to uh, they used to basically give me um, ten fifteen pounds just to go around and, and give them one of my super scuttles for a, for a few minutes. But it used- so the Kinder Egg was involved, was it? Well, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, or I'd give them a chomp bar. Right, because uh, you can buy a multi pack of chomp bars or Fredos for right, yeah. cash and carry and the cheap. Well, you're saving right. money, aren't you? Exactly, yeah. And uh, they start off with a Fredo with with them because they're they're a little bit lower class ladies. These you don't need to give them a quality of a Kinder Egg. Uh, so give them a Fredo or a curly whirly or a chomp, um, and then and then I I'd, I'd scuttle them and uh-huh. I'd take payment. Right, uh, and I'd make because she she had quite a few f- friends at uh, at Weight Watchers. Um, I'd uh, I'd make I'd make about eighty quid a week cashing hand just for a bit of scuttling. Right, well, Ted, I believe all that, but I'm going to be very frank with you now. Go on, then. Right, I've done numerous interviews with Lorraine Kelly, and she said multiple occasions that she hired you for hardcore sex. Now, is that true? Which one's Lorraine Kelly? The Scottish bird off uh, Good Morning Television. Eamon Holmes? Uh, I don't know if it was a three-way, but I don't know if he was involved as well. He's possibly. paid for me before. Right. Uh, Jesus. But Yeah, I think I know what you mean now. Does she talk a bit like, oh, hello? That's it, mate. Exactly. Yeah. Does that ring a bell of yeah, making that noise? Yeah. Oh, Ted! Yeah. Have a little pop down there and dig a wee look at me tuppence. That's what she used that's to say. That's it, mate. Yeah. I think yeah, to, quote, to quote, that's exactly what she said to me. Oh, she was good. Uh, she was good, Lorraine Kelly. Good payer uh, or? Good, good payer and a good layer. Right. Did yeah, yeah, very good, yeah. mate. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah, Lorraine Kelly. I did a little bit around the ITV studios and stuff like that. Uh, Fern... Um, Britain, uh, when she was when she was a bit of a fatty, right, yeah, yeah, quite uh, heavy. Oh, yeah, walked in on us, but uh, it just didn't didn't batter an eyelid. It was like it was a normal for a right. So think you, you think she was at it all the time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah, I can't. I don't really note down the names. You know what I mean? I just look at the money, and then I close my eyes and I do a super scuttle, and then that's it done. Right, I'm with you. I'm with you, Ted. But all I'm saying is, I've heard you've got hell of a reputation. Yeah, my reputation precedes me. Exactly, mate. That's why I, that's I don't why even I know what that means. You know what, mate? Neither do I. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Very good. Uh, well, Gary Barlow, uh, it's been very, very lovely chatting with you. I hope it's not been boring, mate. I want to put uh, that to bed. Do you know what? If it has been, I think the listeners will let me know, and then we'll just say, yeah, that's Gary Barlow, isn't it? He's, he's just dull. Dull as shit. Well, if that is the case... It's very disappointing for me. Yeah. Have you got any gigs coming up or any new songs coming out? Uh, well, to be honest, Tim, like you say, uh, in a bit of trouble with the government, they're on to me for the tax again. So I'm hoping to avoid that and uh, basically just making sure that Robbie behaves himself. Who was the, uh, who was the, the, the fit girl who was in the band? You know, the fit little girl? The fit girl. Yeah, there was like there was there was out the dock. There was Jason Oranges. There was you. There was Flavie Williams, and then there was a fit little girl. Oh, Ted, you're talking about Mark there, and Mark, Mark. As far as I know, yeah. Now, why is she called Mark? You know what, Ted? I don't lie to you. I've never seen him in the shower. He could be a fucking woman, as far as I know. You say Mark's not a woman? Like, I'm sorry, mate. <sighs> you might be right. I couldn't tell you. I used to, I used to think think about oh like we're gonna end that there anyway. Uh Gary Barlow, thanks for coming on my show and ruining me fucking dreams. Right, sorry mate. I'll bear that in mind. Right, well I'm a, I'm a sat here in my shoes, you know, and Mala's meant to be here because I'm meant to be doing my last bit of my podcast with Mala. He's not fucking turned up the vast mate. I'll ask Julie. Julie! Julie! What? What do you want, Ted? Uh, where, where's your mala? Your mala's meant to be here to do my podcast. How would I know he's fucked off on all day, hasn't he? He's nowhere near here. Can you leave us alone a minute? I'm shaving my ass, man. Oh, God. Listen, Julie, I didn't know Mallow was on holiday. You should have told us. Uh, you're going to have you're gonna have to fill in for him. You're just going to have to fill in for a little bit of the show. Finish shaving your ass and, and come in here. Right, I'll, I'll wipe the soap off. I'll give it a quick wipe. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that shouldn't be like that. Right, what do you want? What do you want? Hey, uh, well, you know, this is my podcast I do, and... Uh, I've got, like, a load of listeners and stuff like that who were expecting me to do, like, interviews with people and stuff like that. So I thought, since you're here, you could maybe reminisce on some of our good times together. What fucking good times? I'm not having your back if that's what you're after, you randy little shit. Always craving. Always craving the clunge, aren't you? Yeah, I am, because I'm a, I'm a rampant animal and you've got such a lovely, moist clunge. And... You know, I let you round here, I let you watch EastEnders, I let you watch Bake Off, you were watching Muff Island, stuff like that. And all I want in a little bit in return is a cuddle and a little bit of love and maybe some flange. It's not happening, Ted. I've told you once, you can fuck off creeping in me bed every fucking night I stay around here. Enough, right? That bed is for me and Beyonce, me little chihuahua. Yeah, but it's my bloody bed. I'm sleeping on it. I'm sleeping near the fridge. It's fucking freezing in that kitchenette. Well, you made your bed, and I'm going to lie in it. Oh, you fucking... Julie, I love you. When are you, gonna, when are you just going to accept that? Even though my listeners want us to get back together, and some of them have even suggested, like, we make a bit of a mucky movie together and we might get some money out of it. What do you think? I wouldn't make a fucking mucky movie with you if you paid us in pies. It's not happening, Ted. You can keep your little baby carrot away from me. Well, 
I was going to involve some pies in the movie, actually, and baby carrot. I love you, no. It's more like a, it's more like a fucking parsnip, a, a mighty parsnip. A mighty parsnip is like a baby's finger. Who are you trying to kid? Right, okay, then, right. We're not going to get anywhere by talking about Ted's Pecker live in front of all my fans and that. They know. They know I'm a big lad. They know I'm big Ted, Ted the Red. Uh, listen, what have you been doing today anyway, Julie? Let's have some nice conversations. Where have you been? What have you been doing? I went down to uh, Heron to get uh, some pies and stuff for me tea, some chicken nuggets as well for me tea, some beans for me tea. And uh, that's why I had to shave my ass. to be honest. I, I farted and it was uh, a fart with the skin. And it, uh, you know, clagged up in the hairs and stuff, so I had to shave it. Oh, a fart with the skin? Fuck I've never heard anything so revolting in all my life. That Ted, man, you lived oh. with us for years. You know what I'm like. I've got an ass weaker than uh, a wet paper bag. <laughs> well, I do recall some very touch and go incident. What, what are you going to Heron for anyway? You know, I like the uh, the Aldis and the farm foods. Yeah, well, you don't fucking take me, do you? How am I supposed to carry that back all by myself? It's fucking half a mile away. Heron, 20 yards. Did you get Did you get me my sausage rolls that I like? No. I didn't have enough. You can have the leftovers that I've left. Julie, you don't pay for 50% of your shopping anyway. I've seen you with uh, a leg of lamb, uh, a bumper pack of fish fingers, uh, half a half a litre of uh, of cooking oil, three litres of white lightning cider, all shoved inside your leggings. And I know I'm revealing your tricks here, but you, you're, you're an own shoplifter. Well, yeah, what's that got to do with anything, Ted? I needed money for me fags, didn't I? A little Beyonce. I mean, what's she going to live on? You know, she's a purebred dog, is Beyonce. She needs the finest uh, chappy. In fact, she's a little shit. She's a little shit. She get my slippers, the little shit. I said to you when you came over, don't be bringing that little rat with you. Little rat? She's a princess, Ted. She's a princess, I tell you. Right, well... Don't you leave her around where I am, because I've got form. Last week on my podcast, I was talking about shooting a dog, and I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of you, Julie. I'll, I'll throw him in the fucking river. Throw me in the river? Are you taking the fucking piss? I'll lump you one. Right, right. <laughs> oh, right ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to nip off air a moment because uh, when Julie talks to me like she is, gets me very, very, very. Horny, so I'm going to just pop off, and I'm just going to give her a quick one of my super scuttles that I'm known for in the Middlesbrough area. Okay, uh, Julie, just say goodbye to the listeners, please. See you later, listeners. Well, I hope not, to be honest, because I don't want to be wa- wasting my time with this fucking halfway. Right, okay, right, okay, we'll leave that there then. Thank you. As you can imagine, uh, matters. Uh, I didn't get a sniff. Well, I didn't get a sniff, but not what I wanted to sniff. Uh, dead tight at the minute, Julie. You know what I mean? She won't give me anything. Uh, I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even get a little bit of a uh, bit of dry wrist action. Uh, never mind. Anyway, uh, let's play a quick advert. <laughs> You like having proper class haircuts? Well, get yourself down to Silly Cuts in Stockton. We'll do them all. We do them all. Curtains, undercut, Philly shave, Bic, Nike ticks, 
tram lines, flat tops, spike patterns, high tops, low tops, colours, we do them all. Silly cuts. Come to silly cuts in Stockton, we'll make you look proper class. Silly cuts. We'll colour it, we'll shave it, we'll remove it, we'll extend it, we do it all. We'll even do your nose hair for free. Silly Cuts is a new barber's on Stockton High Street, exclusively for chaps. Three pound a haircut, or we'll cut your hair for a bag of beak. Silly Cuts. Well, it's come to that part of the show now where uh, yeah, I get to answer all of my social media followers and listeners' questions in a part of the show called Ask Ted. And, uh, you know, all me, all me matters who follow me on the Facebook and the Twitter, they just ask me anything and uh, I answer it as honestly as possible. So, we're going to start off with first question, uh, Benny Bennett. Uh, is it wrong to Mexicanize a porky bum wang? Oh, not one like this before. He's put, I thought I'd mix it up by, uh, mix it up a bit by dipping my finger in my dot chili sauce before cracking, uh, cracking on. But by the looks of horror and abuse I got from the others in the bus stop queue, Mexicanizing it was a bad idea. So, is it wrong to change a classic? Or were they just being racist? And he's put there, I quite like Mexican people, me like. Um, Firstly, you shouldn't be cracking one out in public places in bus stops, uh, you know what I mean? Secondly, just, you don't need to, you don't need to add space to the bottom. It's a, it's a, it's a temperamental area of the human body. Um, It's bad enough when you uh, digest space and then it's got to come out of the bottom and you can get a bit of a ring sting so why put it on your finger and rub it around your sphincter there mate it's a bad move um so don't do it okay uh next question's on twitter uh, and this has come from uh, John in Billingham, and he's put uh, uh, now and said, I would like to get your thoughts on active wear, particularly on flange. Now, I'm a big fan of active wear. I think it's a great invention. Um, now, he's put here, uh, I liked it until I stood behind someone in the shambles in Stockton. Uh, it's a shopping centre. It's shit. Um, and it really should not have poured itself into... What's it, what doesn't it make sense there? Now, I liked it until I stood behind something in the shambles in Stockton that really should not have poured itself into black active wear that stretches to a fabric so thin you can clearly see its white knickers fighting to hold in what can only be described as a massive sweaty bean bag. A good description there, John. Um, he goes on, he continues. Uh, he turns around, I can lip read a badger begging for help. Now, I think active wear should only be sold to active people, otherwise these people are living a lie. Um, I, don't, I don't agree, John. I don't agree. Active wear is a great way to show the figure of a beautiful lady or man. Um, it is tight around the crotch area on both uh, a lady and a man. And I'm all for it. You know, sometimes I'll pop to the shop for the milk and bread and I'll put my active wear on because it's comfortable for a walk. 
but rightly so you can see me clums and todger uh, and I get a few funny looks um, it's the same when the flange is wearing active wear um, I, uh, you can still see my clums and todger because I get very excited uh, but I'm all for active wear on anybody, Julie, big fat Julie used to wear uh, the active wear um, but it was more like radioactive wear because uh, it used to stick okay next question um, Tom H-U-F-C what colour does a smurf go Ted if you strangle it um, I believe Tom it stays blue because smurfs aren't real you silly bastard okay uh, Stephen Davis why you got hair like a 90s mank you div Um Okay, Stephen, uh, I think you'll find I am a strong, powerful, handsome man, and it is a strong, powerful, handsome style that I rock, and I suit it. I'm looking at your profile picture, and I can see you clearly got hair envy of Ted here. So my words to you, Stephen, is shut up. I like me hair. I look proper mint with it. Next question, Mike Bellaby. Now, Bella, you all right, mate? Uh, how many chickens would it take to defeat a massive elephant? Uh, I've done this calculation in the past, Bella, and it actually takes six chickens uh, to defeat a massive elephant. And um, the reason they do this is that they can jump quite high chickens, so uh, they jump on the back of the elephant. Elephants obviously can't reach their own back because they've got little short, jumpy legs. And then what they do is they then start pecking into the eyes and the ears of the elephant and the elephant falls to the ground defeated that's how it works mate um david myers who does your barnet uh you know a lot of questions about my hair like i said earlier it's a quality hairdo i'm not going to reveal that david it's a secret i would share the secrets of my success i don't want people copying me i look proper mint you know what i mean so i'm gonna i'm not gonna answer that one sorry david it's off uh, david potter top fan what do your neighbours think when you're doing the Asombolonga Donga around the garden? Uh, I fuck them, I don't care. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I'll have a pig through the fence and I'll watch them sunbathe uh, and they don't know that. Um, yeah, it's quite nice, actually. Um, but, you know, if they see me doing that out the bathroom window or what have you, I'll just turn around and I'll tell them to fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not bothered. I do what I want, do what I want in my property. And if I want to sing about the mighty Asombolonga Donga, they can go and swivel, mate. Chris Libby, how does the man who drives the snowplow get to work? It's a good question, that, uh, Chris. Um, I think he might have uh, one of those type of uh, snow skis, you know, like uh, like a jet ski, but on snow. And I think he probably travels to work on that because it's faster. Uh, and then he does his work in the plow and then goes back home on that. Um, there you go. Smith uh, from past and present, what butter eleven would you play? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to have a bash at this. Uh, I think it's a good good question. I've never been asked it before. Uh, in goal for me, Schwarzer. Yeah, got to agree with that, haven't you? Come on, you know what I mean. Uh, Centre backs, I'd probably go Nigel Pearson and Gareth Southgate. You know, I, I you know I was probably thinking Eki O'Glair and Palace as well, but for me Southgate and uh, and Pearson. Okay. 
left back, uh, between Kinder and Kudrow. Uh, probably go Kudrow. We used to love him. We had nice hair. Uh, right back, Fester. Gianluca Fester. Okay. Um, defensive midfielder, uh, George Botan, without a doubt. Got to be, got to be, man. Uh, to the left of him, Bolo Zendin. Um, or Stuart Downing. I can't decide. It's got to be one or two of them, hasn't it? Attacking midfielder, it's got to be between uh, Paul Merson and Janino, and Janino wins every time on that. So that means I would put Paul Merson as my my right-sided midfielder there, which was tough because uh, I used to love the Gasser, even though he hardly played. I used to love Robson as well, um, but that's my man. Uh, attacking midfielder, yeah, so Janino, uh, and then I'm going to go for three up front, okie doke. So I'm going to go for Hasselbank, right? There you go. I'm going to go for Vaduka and I'm going to go for Fabrizio Ravanelli. How about that? Uh, now, that is a strong, strong fucking lineup, isn't it, mate? Good question, that, Wilfie. I like that. Cheers, mate. I'm not going through the subs, though. Um, but my me, me favourite manager I would choose out of all them will be Brucey Riach because he is our saviour there you go um, Al Scott oh let's have a look here are you a poor man's Jimmy Cranky it's a bad question I'm really disappointed I've allowed this on my podcast so come back again next week Al Scott with a better question than that because Jimmy Cranky is a bird pretending to be a little boy who's about 70 and I am 6 foot 2 and Jimmy Cranky is about 5 foot so let's get real with things here, people. You know what I mean? Mike Barraclough, top, top fan. Um, would you rather have cox for the ears or a flange for the nose? It's a really good question, that, mate. Ah, uh, oh, Bryce said Wilson's commented there saying he's already got both. Ah, good, good, yeah. You get in there, Bry, you fucking doyle. Uh, Mike, I'm going to answer your question for you, mate. Um, I would obviously rather have a flange for the nose because I simply love the smell of flange there you go nobody wants cocky is there uh, Tom McVeigh any plans for a gig or two in Manchester Ted would love to see you over this side of the country I'd love to mate I'd love to I've got some gigs in Borough coming up uh, in and uh, in Teesside so I'm going to announce them later on uh, I'll have a look mate I'll have a look even if I can get on one of them uh, open mic sort of midweek 10 minute spots I hope you'd come and see me mate because uh, I'm quite clicky over in Manchester you know what I mean you've got to be that kind of chart like that you know what I mean I'm going to do some comedy and that you know what I mean don't be giving me any of that shite so uh, I might not change my accent uh, Liam Butler alright Ted Mara who would, who would win in a fight between Billy Mack and Ronnie Pickering but Billy Mack I'm telling you I am telling you now, Billy Mack is rock hard. Uh, he, a few episodes ago, he was on here doing an interview. He's going to be the future mayor of Teesside, but Billy Mack, he is the man. Honestly, I once seen him punch a cow in the face. Uh, it fell over, and then he just put it in a sleeper hold. Um, he's mad, honestly. Nigel Campbell. Another one? Oh, wow, another fight question. Who would win in a fight? A swan from one of the islands at Albert Park or a Canadian goose from Stewart Park? Uh, both think they're rock hard like. Uh, I, I need to ask my mate Dean Moes about this because he, he sort of, his job is to look after all the swans in all of the parks and uh, he feeds them and bathes them and stuff like that. Uh, I'm probably going to say that, um, I'd probably say the, the Albert Park swan. Um, is rock hard compared to the Canadian goose because everyone knows uh, Canadian geese 
uh, are absolute fannies. Uh, right, good question here. Uh, Martin Fletcher, Fletchy. All right, man, I see uh, the, the England ladies team, uh, the Lionesses are playing at the Riverside. Are you an advocate of the women's game? Yes, I am. Big fan of it, Fletch. Love it. Will you be going down there to check out the quality of the flange on the pitch? It's an inappropriate question, that Fletcher. Um, you know, it, it, you don't. Don't, let's not be misogynistic and sexist. They're great quality footballers. Some of them would get in the Borough team. All right. Some of them are highly attractive ladies. So I will not only just be checking out the uh, the quality of the flange, but I'll be checking out the quality of the football as well there. Oh, and his missus has commented there, Elizabeth Nickel. She's put there, I better not catch him looking at other flange, Fletch, or you'll be getting a kick in the bollocks, you doyle. <laughs> That's showed you there, Fletch, hasn't it, you fucking idiot. Uh, Daniel Cheney. Does Ted remember the way at Norwich all them years ago? Uh, yes, I do, Daniel. We don't talk about that because I'll get in trouble on the air. But it was fucking mental. But thanks for bringing that up there, uh, Dan. <clears throat> uh, oh, David Smith, my comedy man. I've got him on the show next week, David Smith. He's a funny lad. But Ted, have you ever gambled on a fart and lost? <laughs> uh, yes, I have, actually. Yeah, and it, I commented on it a few weeks ago, but I've done it uh, a few times now. Uh, one time I was rollerblading um, and I'd had, a, I'd had a bad chili as well and I did a little pump as I was rollerblading and uh, I was in sort of like grey cycling shorts and I just shit all down the back of my leg so never fat when rollerblading uh, Ross Griffiths um, how was the flange in the new flange zone at the Riverside Ted um, I'll give you three words quality tasty moist there you go Three lovely words associated with the flange in the flange zone at the riverside. Graham Park, another top fan there. Uh, do we keep George Friend in the side to keep the general handsomeness of the back four at a reasonable level, seeing as the rest should be sat on a porch playing the banjo? It's a good question. That um, I'm a big fan of Friendy. I think he's a handsome chap. He's got good hair, good strong hair. Um, he's got a nice body, very similar to mine, nice and toned and groomed. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm all for if you've got if you've got four defenders and only three can play football, but one looks mint. Always keep the mint one in. You know what I mean? It's just uh, it's just good, isn't it? It's just good to have a good looking lad in the team. Uh, Norton Wilcock um, was in the pig eye the other night, Ted, and a bloke bet me mate the five, and he couldn't go the rest of the night without the piss. Anyway, he did it even after seven pints and a couple of shots. The question is, do you know what the best way to get a massive piss stain out of a mattress is? Um, yeah, uh, you want to get some uh, bicarbonate sod- sodium water uh, and uh, and a cloth and just gently rub it. Uh, and, and it also gets rid of the strong um, the strong smell of, uh, of piss as well. Um, but it's great for removing the stain as well. So you can sell that mattress on at a car boot sale of your choice and no one will ever know their bed has been pissed. Right, Sad Wilson. Uh, Ted, if vampires have no reflection in mirrors and and things like that, how come Dracula's hairs are always proper smart? I like that question there, Bright. Um, I think um, it's just it's, it's just a slick back, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? You keep a comb in your back pocket. All you're doing is just running it through your hair. You don't need a mirror. Do you know what I mean? A bit of spit on one hand, dab it down, and then through with a comb. Simple as that. So you don't need a mirror to have a slick back track. 
you know what I mean? Do go in and ask for that haircut. I want a slick back track. Um, oh, is that another one, Daft Ass? I was wondering, Ted, does a person with one eye blink or wink? Well, he winks, doesn't he? Because you only blink with two eyes cause, uh, and, and you wink with one. So if he's got one, he winks, you silly winker. Uh, so there we go. That concludes uh, another another week's worth of uh, Ask Ted questions. Cheers, manners. another cracking episode there of Ted Jokes, the Ted Anky podcast. So uh, I'd like to thank you all for sending in your questions and participating in this proper load of shite and that, you know what I mean? But I am dead grateful, you know what I mean? I am dead grateful for your interactions and how many people are downloading and listening. It's just beyond me dreams. That, well, I can probably dream of probably better things, to be honest, but it's good. It's good. Um, so thanks for doing that. Keep doing it. Keep sharing the podcast. Invite your friends. Invite your family. You know, share it about on social media. Do leave me a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher on Android because that does help. You know, I keep getting into the charts, but then I keep dropping out. And I want to stay in the charts, man, because then someone might pay me some fucking money for doing this, you know what I mean? There's only Duncan Phillips who puts three quid in my account every week from coffee.com which uh, you guys can do if you go to uh, coffee.com, K-O-F-I, and just search for the Ted Anky Podcast. Just a good way to say thanks, isn't it? You know what I mean? If you did one of these, I'd probably give you the tenner, just saying. Um, but uh, I've got some gigs coming up. Some daft bastards have decided, uh, you know, Ted, you know, he's getting a bit big around in the Teesside area. Let's give him some comedy gigs. So the first one I'm doing is, uh, it's only like a new act, new material night, so I'm going to try some new stuff. Um, and that's on the 14th of October in Darlington at the Hole in the Wall, which is on the uh, the horse market square bit. Um, I think tickets are like £3 advance, £5 on the door, but I'll be on doing like 10 minutes. Cracking host called Andy Fury. An headline act is the brilliant Mike Milligan, so he's worth like just 15 quid going to see him, never mind paying three. So uh, I would really appreciate it, even if just four or five of you came along and just laughed really loudly at my jokes because uh, I'm hoping Neil, who, who books the nights, will say, oh, yeah, he is quite funny, yeah, Ted, you know what I mean? I better give him some more gigs. Because, like, if no one comes and no one laughs at me, I'm fucked, you know what I mean? Uh, but then on the flip side of that, on uh, Friday, the 25th of October, I'm going to be headlining, I'm going to be headlining a gig in Borough, and I think uh, it's not been announced yet, but I think it's going to be at the Southern Cross um, with Laughing Pug Comedy, and they normally put a cracking lineup on, so there'll be a good MC, there'll be lots of other support acts on, really good, um, and then I'll be uh, doing like 20, 30 minutes at the end, and I'm just going to do loads of daft shit, man, honestly. I've got songs, I've got gifts, I've got nudity. You know, it's all it's all there, man. It's going to be proper class, and I want a load of you there to support it because you'll, you'll make it a proper class atmosphere, you know. We'll sing songs about George Botang and everything, man. I don't care, as long as people have a good time. 
Um, so uh, thanks to uh, thanks to my guests tonight, Gary Barlow. Uh, I was going to thank Maller, but he didn't turn up at Twitchwright to get fucking big fat Julian, so uh, that wasn't too good. Uh, big thanks to all you guys who, uh, who sent in questions, and uh, a huge thanks to Butterfan TV and Showcase Comedy for supporting this wonderful, wonderful night. And uh, you know, check out the uh, the websites and Facebook pages and all the events that are coming up, comedy events and stuff like that, are listed on there. And some are local, so uh, you know, remember get on board with it, and that'd be class. But uh, until next time, the Butter are back on the game, and uh, we're going to start fucking cleaning up this league and getting up the top arm. Where you know what I mean? We're going up. You gotta believe. <laughs>